Welcome to Livestream Stars. This is the show where we feature talented broadcasters delivering high-quality content across live stream platforms. And in just a second, we'll bring in L.A. radio personality Kristen Cruz. Uh, but first, we want to tell you that Livestream Stars is brought to you by LivestreamUniverse.com. Check it out. We have a new resources page up, LivestreamUniverse.com slash resources and if you're looking for even more products we have live stream deals uh 30 off live you gear and a lot more there uh live easy for me to say livestreamdeals.com and our guest today is Kristen cruz Kristen, so thanks so much for uh joining us uh Kristen is a big time radio personality she had the number one morning show in L.A., you're, you're still looking for that person. <laughs> uh, and now she's doing something a little bit different. She has The Mom Show, which is a weekly show that's uh, not only broadcast on KT, KHTS, like hits, right? You got uh, it. That's the show when you're coming out yeah. right here. You guys put it together. K Yes, K-Hits. Yes. Do they actually play music on that station? Yes, oh, they do. Okay. Contemporary. It's a lot like Coast. Oh, okay. So you do mom show on that station weekly, right? And then you live stream it on Facebook Live. So I thought it would be great to talk to you about how you pull together radio in combination with live streaming. And uh, also, I mean, your your list of uh, credits, credentials goes as, as long as, you know, I can imagine. I mean, producer uh mtv um yeah it just well, means you know your own by producer also award-winning <laughs> award-winning music videos jay-z uh <laughs> moby right yep and uh um let's see what else kelly ripa you filled in for and co-hosted with regis philbin on live yeah that was and so cool You've been a blogger, you've been a writer, you've been published uh, in, in a variety of online publications and uh, traditional media, yeah. new media, you've done yeah. it all. So tell us what you're doing with the mom show right now. I'm exhausted right now from what, from just listening to you. I yeah, a- I'm exhausted too. I really should write Seriously. this stuff down. Really- <laughs> how did you keep, how'd you do that? I don't know. Uh, you have a Wikipedia open right now? How are you? It's all that in your brain. I, uh, <laughs> you know, it's really, um, thanks for having me, first of all. I'm yeah, really thanks for joining us. So it's fun to be connected with you, Ross, and um, your followers and your listeners. It's always great to get out and mix it up with other audiences. Right. I tend to kind of go for our mom audience, but we are open to everybody. Uh, <laughs> the mom show is really fun. I guess the short story of the mom show and I should have a short one because moms are always like, you know, uh, short, short on time is that I was a live radio morning show DJ in LA for many years, as you said. And then I had two babies and I, uh, came home, became, started mommy blogging, which I actually started for iHeartRadio, the mommy blog first. And then when the show ended on air, I thought, well, you know, I can still blog. In fact, uh, somebody kind of high up in the organization sent me one of these stealthy kind of emails saying, <laughs> right when I left the company and said, whatever you do, start blogging immediately. I was like, okay. 
Like, <laughs> I like tried to respond back too to be like, well, what kind of blog? And it was like crickets. That was it. Mm-hmm. That was the last thing I was gonna hear. So I started blogging, and as a mom blogger, it's it's such a wonderful thing to do. I recommend it to anybody because it's cathartic, creative, and you can do it while your kid's sleeping, napping, while you're in the car, whatever. It's just wonderful. It makes no noise, you know what I mean? Like you can be feeding your baby and blogging. But the blog had so much great information and I had so many cool interviews from women and experts that I had kind of accumulated in my Rolodex over years of being on the air for Coast um, that I I thought, you know, we could probably take this a step further. So we started podcasting and the podcast went, went really, really well. So then we tried another live streaming format, which was Blab. Okay. Blab. We, right? we try not to say the B word around here. Me too. Is that a bad word? <laughs> but Blab was, in my opinion, the greatest social network that ever existed for a very short period of time uh, before they ruined it. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I mean, I, I loved Blab. I, I, I mean, I, I would ne- never have come back to any kind of broadcasting until I found Blab, right? I was totally committed to doing other things, found Blab, and like kind of fell in love with it again because it was like talk radio, except you could do your own thing at your own schedule with your own friends. and. Yeah. And say what you want, which is one of right. the restrictions in your own time, which is one of the restrictions of big radio, which <laughs> is where I come from. You you do have certain things that you need to talk about, and we do have certain parameters of time that we need to fit it into. And it is saying a lot in in a short amount of time. It's sound sound bites. So that is it's great because with these new live streaming platforms, we can talk about what we want, regardless of whether it's sponsored or not, or if, if anybody has paid for us to do it or whatever, um, which there's nothing wrong with everybody making money. Hey, it's, it's all good. But it is nice to have some freedom and then also to take your time. And really, that's something that I really love about interviews, like the ones that you're doing, the ones mm-hmm. that I get to do in this medium, is that we get to take our time. We get to like really dive in and delve into somebody's story in the way that we couldn't really do when we had to fit hmm. a, an interview with an Oscar award-winning actor into 35 seconds. You know, right. Right. people <laughs> want more. What's your new movie about? Go. So, and <laughs> thanks so. for being on the show. Now we'll be back after five minutes of commercials, news, weather, sports, yep. Yep. and we'll have another 10 seconds for you. <laughs> to wrap it up, plug what you need to plug and then get up. Right, right. Um, <laughs> You know, and, and luckily a lot of my interviews in the morning were recorded and I we edited them way down. So we did have a little bit more time. We had a little bit more, um, you know, morning shows to have a little mm. bit more leeway with kind of everything. Right, um, right. But still, so so this medium is really exciting because we got to go a little bit deeper and, and have guests on that weren't um, your million dollar get guest, you know, like mm-hmm. I, like this doctor pediatrician may not be famous. She may have just written like one book and she's trying to get the word out about her business, but she has amazing things to say. Mm-hmm. She needs an outlet or this mompreneur has a great story and her business is growing. Can she buy huge ad time yet? No. Right. You have really valuable information. Yes. So I, I think that that's what this platform is so great for. So that's why the mom show went from a blog to a podcast 
to live streaming. Right. Back to radio, mm-hmm. by the way, because it is That's a live right. show on the radio. Like, tune it in mm-hmm. on the dial um, on Thursdays from 12 to 1 if you're in Los Angeles. And then it is put back out as a podcast. And like you said, we live stream on Facebook. So we kind of hit all the marks. Wow. So now did you take basically the podcast format and bring it over to radio or did you kind of redesign the show for for radio? No, it was great because they were really um, receptive to me when they approached me and said, hey, we love that you're part of this community. Would you like to do a show for us? I was like, absolutely. I'll just take my podcast that I'm already doing and put it on your on your station. And they actually give me an hour to do a show, which is unheard of. And I could never afford to buy an hour of radio in Los Angeles. Right. Right. Oh, she's changing her diapers while she listens to the interview. I love that. (laughs) That is the best thing about this is that we are like literally at home with people. It's it's (laughs) almost got the same intimacy that, um, look at that. So cute. Hashtag boss life. I'm with you. I'm with you. Hashtag mom life. My hat from mother truckers right there. Um, (laughs) When I did morning radio, it was so intimate because I was literally sitting in your car with you as you drove to work and had your coffee and you're waking up. And I'm like, hey, you know, how's your day going? Here's what's happening in the world. And, you know, let's chat. It was very intimate. Well, I feel like this medium, although people think it's like maybe cold or weird or hard to grasp, it's techy. It's so not. It's really quite intimate i mean we're in your house we're in my house we're right, right next to each other. she's in australia i'm in california you're in jersey you know what i mean like everybody's um still gets to have these really close-knit relationships and and be in different places i think that's fascinating it's awesome and it, it, now that i'm used to doing a show with a live chat and getting that real-time feedback and yeah. you know people coming up with questions or insights that maybe yeah. i hadn't thought of or whatever i'd find it hard to like sit in a room and, and do a radio show without any any connection to the audience i mean it's like I, I feed off that energy now in in a different way than I than I than doing a, a radio show in which you you know you're very much siloed from your yeah. audience. You really don't yeah. know who's out there, who they are, who's listening, and you know, depending depending on what kind of stuff you're doing. Like I was doing sports radio in Phoenix, so none of my contemporaries were actually listening. Uh, <laughs> but occasionally, a friend would say, "Hey, my grandmother or grandfather." Heard you when I was doing uh when I was doing sports on the news station instead of the sports station, they'd be like, Oh yeah, they heard you on that station. But nobody my you know, I was in my twenties at the time, nobody my age was listening to to right. talk to talk radio. Right. We have uh I mean such a variety of people who join us, I mean, from their early twenties to, you know, as old as people go, people are joining us. Uh, on live stream shows just like they did on Blab and now here on Be Live and Facebook Live. Yeah, Sarah's so funny. She said, try explaining this to people 200 years ago, right? (laughs) (laughs) I'm being attacked! I'm being attacked! (laughs) That was was actually part of the fun thing about doing my podcast in my home studio because I also do, you know, voice work and so I, have, I always have a home studio, which these kinds of things would happen all the time. Now that I've moved back into a radio station to do my podcast, we don't get to, <laughs> we don't get to have this kind of fun. 
<laughs> but you know, and 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 you want to say hello or no? <laughs> Cruiser, want to say hi? No, he just wants to no. come at me from the side with things. That yeah, they would have said that, Eduardo. Witchcraft. Uh, um, so that's right, Sarah. I was thinking of you when I said uh, early twenties. So, hey, how are you? Welcome to live stream stars. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> where you go? Go. Did you have something to do? Do a YouTube video to make, youngster. <laughs> Come on. Um, that is the fun thing, though. Like you know. Oh, okay. Oh, my hat is gone. Hold on, I'm gonna get my hat. Washed. Sure, sure. Do you have something to say, Cruiser? So, hey, everybody, we're watching. You're watching. Easy for me to say. Live stream stars. Welcome, Sarah, Eduardo, everybody's Claudia. Um, who else is here? Tim. Tim, great to see you as well. Fernando. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Please do share this out if you haven't done so. And if you have done so, there's no penalty in doing it again. But please do share this out. Let people know that we have. One of the superstars of L.A. radio, uh, number one morning show host. Um, who was your co-host? Mark. It was the Mark, Mark and Kristen show. Mark and Kristen. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm East Coast. I, yeah. You know. <laughs> um, and it's now. Kelly, now You're Regis and Kelly. We've got uh, the Mark and Kristen over here. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Except when Kelly can't make it, then you came over that here. Excellent. And, yeah. <laughs> You know, by the way, Kelly Ryan, who's spent six years down the hallway from right. me at Coast, because you're on Kiss Coast, right? You know, uh, if you need me to fill in again, I'm available. Hmm. <laughs> I'm a little busy, but I'll try to fit you in between PTA meetings, momming, burning hmm. dinner. Oh my so God. <laughs> this is my real life. This is my real life. You guys have to, seriously. <laughs> no, wait, put it on right. So the the thing is, is that I'm a, moms are amazing multitaskers. I'm actually <laughs> looking into the camera to make sure I'm doing a good job at this. So I do want to continue talking to you while my kid is. Is this on on enough, or do we need to press it more? Huh? <laughs> there we go. I'm not sure what I have on my face. Let, I actually, let us see. Well, someone tell me what this is. It looks like. Good I mean, Lord, please let it be something decent. I don't. It looks cool. It does? It looks cool? He says it looks cool. It looks cool. Am I cool? Hey. <laughs> you be a cool mom, take it when you can. Because as soon as they get a little older, it's over. Remember? Yes. <laughs> Go in your room, sweetie. Please. I at you. No, no, thank you. Put it on yourself. So, uh, but, okay, so I would love to, since we're in this medium, if you have any questions, I would love to answer them for you. Cool. So please do throw your questions in the chat, and uh, we will definitely ask uh, Kristen. And that is looking amazing. That right? is just, that is what you should wear on TV, I think. Right. Get something for so. the other, get something for the other cheek. That would be fantastic. Like, I'm pretty sure my son's working on that right now, Rob. <laughs> okay. Thanks for planning that, that seed for him. I I'm, I'm here to help. Yeah, <laughs> he's, really. He, he's not listening to the show. <laughs> you can make up live streaming, I'm telling you. 
We yeah. start something new. I'll just sit here and get like, you know, pummeled by my children. We'll make it a new show. Sarah so, S, how old are your little ones? Oh, um, five and eight. Five and eight. Yeah. Both, both boys? Yeah. 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 about like what we're yeah. doing here today and oh good and all of the the live streaming and the podcasting as well but i especially love that you can actually really see what a person looks like you can read their right. face. you can see their their <laughs> world for real i love that and also you know for moms especially it opens up so many new um possibilities for jobs and straight up, honestly, like right. careers, money-making outlets um, that you can stay at home and do this stuff. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's definitely changing things. I mean, it's not just that you can telecommute occasionally, but you can really run a business out of your home. You can work for a company. You can, you can broadcast. You can do anything from home because uh, the technology allows us to do that. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's really cool like that. Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> even just like our own our own industry of radio and video, really, I when I had my first child and I was on the air on the morning show, they had to bring in a... Oh, Curtis, no! Curtis, no! I want to hit you with my TV. No, please. Please, no. Don't. They had to um, actually bring in a technician to hardwire some equipment into my bedroom at home so that I could, you know, have a baby right. and then be at home for the like two or three weeks after having a kid and still broadcast from the house. <laughs> and um, that's and nice. Was, they gave you a whole two, three weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole nother story. But that's. It's a show, and I was super, right. you know, grateful to be on it. So it's like you got to do what you got to do, but um, but you know, it, it was it was was difficult, and to get that live vibe or that live feel of two people in the same room, if we couldn't see each other, we couldn't mm -hmm. be with each other. It was just it did sound different. So right. I I pr almost immediately had to just go back into the studio, limp back into the studio, and do the show from there just a couple of weeks after um, both kids. But, you know, this way, I mean, we can really interact and see each other. And I think that it brings back kind of that old school vibe. And, you know, we can do it from anywhere. I absolutely dig it. So yeah. Sarah cool. asks, what's been your biggest challenge as a mom trying to work? Oh, good Lord. Um, I don't, I, I don't even know, like, what hasn't been a challenge? Absolutely everything changed. Uh, you know, I mean, I, everything has been a challenge. Like, look, right. he's coming at me again. Like, it's just, I don't even. <laughs> but, here, put it on my hand. But I'll tell you this. Put it on my cheek. Put it on your cheek. Okay. But I'll tell you this. For me, what the first thing I did when I was on the air, I had a lot of help. So right. I'd say the first thing for working and being a mom is having a support team and even if it's not you know your 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 beverly hills nanny you know like you've seen right. the shows on real housewives of you know whatever rich place or whatever <laughs> um which are not real life or realistic that's why they're so fun to watch but you know even if you're not that's not 
what I'm talking about. Make sure you have your team that supports you and your focus and what you're doing. Your your partner, your neighbor can be helpful. Your mom, your dad, your sister, your cousins, a good friend that you met at the gym that you guys became tight girlfriends, whatever. Right. Whatever your network is, have those specialists in your life because my specialist, I clearly need a babysitter is what I need right now. Um, because the specialists, they, they let them, let them help you out. The girl, the friend that knows a lot more about nutrition, the friend that knows a lot more, who's more organized than you. Right. Um, right. It could really help you figure out how to put your schedule together or the friend that, you know what I mean? Like have your little, your, your support group put together. You deserve it. And it's the only way to juggle it all. It, you can't do it by yourself and nobody expects you to, and nobody should have to. And think about it through history. When we were in tribes, mm-hmm. we never had to, to handle it all ourselves. We all had help right there with us. Right. Right. So, but it's not like that anymore. So get that tribe together, find your tribe and, uh, and let them help you. That's how I juggled it to stay focused and try to keep your hustle. And was that part of what made you, um, made you decide to form moms in, in media and entertainment oh. to bring women together and support each other? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think that it's always smart to have a lot of irons in the fire. So we all probably have three or four websites or right, right. a job and a fun job and a whatever. Um, we're probably all writing scripts or books or, you know, and we should be, we should be right, right. We all these things going on. But so one of my many things is moms in media and entertainment which is a not-for-profit. Oh, that's really cute. It is a not-for-profit, and that is why I started it, because when I started, you think that's hilarious that you can see it right on, oh, Cruiser, come on. <laughs> you can, um, the, you know, when I started, when I first kind of um, had to wrap my head around how I was going to be a career woman, which is the only thing I ever knew, and mm-hmm. how I was going to be a mom, there wasn't a lot of support and help for that. In the office, um, in the HR department, to be quite honest, mm. in the you know the places where you think you would go and look. Um, and then I've been a single girl for a long. Like I didn't. I mean, I was married, but I I didn't have a lot of friends that had kids. So right. that resources. So yeah, I went through that working in media, working in entertainment, and not having a lot of support or knowledge or or help. Of what what I should do? And I mean, we're talking like all the way down to just what kind of maternity leave rights do I have in this state? What kind right. of, you know, what does my union offer? Or, uh, you know, what what do I do when I need to, no, 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 no. What do I do when I come back and I need to, you know, breastfeed in the office? Mm-hmm. You know, where do I, what, there's nothing available or whatever. So, so, so that's what Moms and Media was formed for, so that we could be a sisterhood to help each other and not just, oh, come here, come here. And not just each other, but also the industry, the companies. Right. For that may not know the things that we need right right so that they can be educated and help us out and oh, you're gonna have uh, matching tattoos or we got something different coming we're about to find we're out gonna find out you're gonna need to turn the Ross, have you ever had a show like this before no i, I honestly have it <laughs> there you go so um what i wanted to ask you is um i think it's toughest it's toughest for any 
mom, obviously, who has to go back to work and whatever. But it's probably most pressure on on people in media and entertainment, right? Because the show's expected to go on. You're expected to maintain your rating. It's like there's no break for people who are kind of in the public eye, in a sense, versus people in other jobs may be able to take that that, you know, family leave or whatever and take those six to 12 weeks or whatever it is that, that they're entitled to based on their state and federal law. Um, but in media, there's no like, okay, we can survive without. It's like, right. And and you must feel, you you know, I mean, people feel pressure too, because like, what if somebody else comes in and they decide they like that person better for whatever reason? That, I mean, now that would never happen to you, but hypothetically, why wouldn't, it could it? Why, why wouldn't it? And we're we're all afraid of that in right. any job, and not just the entertainment industry. It's crazy competitive right now, right. and and the good jobs are hard to find, and the good jobs that pay well are even harder to find. Oh, okay, um, sorry, he has to put that on me real quick. Okay, now it's safe. Is it good? Take it off. I think it's, um, I think it's on the pillow. Too. <laughs> it's all right. Let me deal with this. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know what? I oh, it didn't work. I didn't think there work. are pressures oh. for women in any industry. I don't think it's right. just in the industry. And um, wow, this looks like a monster. We're the ones that the ones that you know. We're the ones that do need to. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! <laughs> Freezer. Is it in my eyelashes? I don't think so. Let's let's see that lift. If you lift the hat, maybe I think you got under the hat. No, I don't, I don't see it. Do you see uh, it? Yeah, but there there are. I mean, if I can be honest with you, in, the, in Hollywood, I think it's it's there's a lot of pressure, whether we put it on ourselves or it's put on us, is to be debated, or if it's half a beat. Right, right. But yeah, it's tough, and you're on, and even if you're, you know, you're going to be back on television. And you're going to be, if you're on radio, you're still on the morning news, chiming in on things. You see your favorite radio people pop in on your news broadcast in the morning, too. It's right. all the medium now. And there is a lot of pressure. And there was a lot of pressure on me, for sure. But um, we need to bounce back fast. Right. You know, we need to have our wits about us. I mean, oh, my gosh. One of my listeners, who I'm still friends with, uh, so many of my listeners, I love that. Mm-hmm. On Facebook, sent me a Rebecca. She sent me a picture of the two of us together a few years ago on KTLA yeah, Five know what <laughs> Morning News Show. And I looked at it. and I'm like, oh my gosh! I had just had Cruiser. I remember being there at three thirty in the morning because that was a call time, and 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 being like so foggy brained. And it was one of those giveaways where we. I think the giveaway was um. What's that thing in Vegas where you roll the dice in the table? That the the thing in Vegas, the casino. Uh, craps. Yeah, craps. That was it. Yes, it was the craps game. So we had like a few winners, and they got to come in and roll for the big prize, and it was this whole thing. And um, and I was like, I could barely even think. I had to like look good. I remember my stylist put me in this like really tight dress, and it was just a so yeah. The bounce back is tough. Um, it's a real challenge, but you know, uh, it, and if I could take it back, I would probably do it a little slower next time. And mm-hmm. I would encourage other moms to take their time, even if they feel the pressure, because you don't get that time back ever again. And that's also part of why I dialed back my my crazy life 
for a little while now while the kids are still little so I can enjoy them right a little bit more yeah. and tell us about You're your other you, right right find them a little too much right so. tell us about your other child just real quick oh, easy Izzy is our first Epic Izzy 65 is her gamer tag that she likes to use. <laughs> yes, she's a lot like mommy. Um, yeah, she she likes to do. Um, she's a she's a real tech girl. Her mm -hmm. big push is girls in tech. She's what inspired me to. Uh, oh, She's what inspired me actually to get become like I'm the secretary of our science foundation at her school and become a little more active in um, uh, girls in tech. Mm -hmm. uh, she has loved it since day one. She's always been on a tablet or a computer, and now she's she's coding. She's I mean she's young and she's doing all these things. She knows how to do Photoshop better than I do. Wow, and eight at eight years old. Yeah. Wow. I know. And so, oh, she is nine. She is nine. You're right. Nine. Oh, my gosh. She just had a birthday. You're right. She is nine. And, um, yes. And so, but, but you know, still so young and she mm -hmm. loves this stuff. So that happens to be her passion. I love to support whatever the kids are interested in. And that's right. her. She is a really, she's just, she's so cool and she's so amazing. And she's so happy that right. I am doing the mom show and more digital media and more production from home. Oh, that's and, so cool. Yeah. Because she remembers what it was like. It was crazy. When and, you uh, weren't around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is crazy too, but this is a fun kind of crazy. Right. right. Crazy. Wow. He's got yeah, like, it is fun, but really on my show. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, dude. So, so now like when you, um, when you go to like school functions and stuff yeah. as, as somebody who's, you know, well known, do you get, like do parents just treat you like another parent or do you get, you know, questions about your career and things that, you know, well, it's not like any, like a major, like, it's so funny. I mean, I'm, I'm a local and I always laugh. I always laugh when it's this local celebrity. I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, that's weird. But yeah, but you know what? I was talking to somebody every single day in the morning on their way to school. Right. Day. Right with me up to junior high school and high school so they know me they know my stories my family my kids right, my right. They call him fireman matt because that was his name on the show um yeah i was just in the food court at the mall the other day with the kids and at hot dog on a stick and right. mom came up to me and she was like kristen cruz hey and i'm like hi <laughs> Yeah. This is it's weird. funny how it, like radio personalities, particularly like morning show hosts and stuff, people talk to them like they know them. Like it's yeah. just even even like actors, they they think they know they think they're the character, right? Like if people come up and right. you know call them by the character name, right, right? It is a little weird, but you know, and that's one of the fun things about doing radio is the character really is you. I mean, right like, in front of somebody else, but that would be really exhausting because you are doing you know five hours live every day, Monday through Friday, for years, it would probably be really tiring to be somebody that you're not authentically. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of fun when the ladies at the front office, I find out, or a teacher, or one of my, you know, favorite friends at school that I've made as a mom, um, figure out or find out that I was Kristen on coast for so many years 
on the Mark and Christian show, they're like, wait a minute. You know, it's, a, it's definitely. Something I know that voice from somewhere. Yes. And I'm always surprised every single time because you're, you know how it is when you're in radio, you're sitting in a booth. You don't have people with you. I mean, when I did love songs, it was just me. When I did the right. morning show, it was like four or five of us on a tour. You're, you're oblivious to it. I mean, you in a lot of ways. You don't think like, oh, seven million people are listening every single day to this show. You're not thinking about that. But that is the reality. And then they they want to talk to you about it. I got another one. Another one. Oh. <laughs> oh anyways, I'm sorry about that. Okay, hold on. okay thank you. So now when you um, started doing the, the radio show, the mom show, um, yeah. when did you start live streaming it to Facebook? You know, what's really great about that is the radio station had already been doing that with their shows, which I thought was so progressive. And you wow. think about it and, you know, technical, technically what I was most impressed with. I remember the first time I went in to do a show and I was thinking they're going to live stream this to Facebook and they're only going to hear my voice. Right, because it's going to be right. going to be recording me talking. I have headphones on, like you do. My right. guest, the audio from my guest is coming in through my headphones. They're not going to hear anything. They're just going to hear me talking to not to nobody. Right. Um, it actually ran it through the boards so that you can actually hear the audio of my guest and me and whatever the radio station's playing, right. um, the music, the commercials, whatever. At the same time, I think during the commercials they put up a still photo, and because you know that's. A different kind of sponsorship or right, right. Cycles, which you can get you know double sponsorship which is great um it's another i think it's all like i always think of i mean i'm a producer first and then talent so i always think like ad revenue right, like right. oh good this is another good thing because we have to pay our bills you know right, we right. Have to lights on. um but yeah i was really impressed with how this station did it and they already had it all set up and and they were on the ball, you know? Oh, wow. I've been giving you all the credit. I've been giving you all the credit. All the no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, you know, I, I can take the credit for a few things, but not that. Um, what's, what's really so impressive about it is that um, the viewer experience or the experience watching and listening on, on live stream is as good as, like, watching if it was just being done for TV or just being done for live stream. And the experience of listening as a radio show is still as good experience. Like a lot of times when uh, like a, a radio show is live streamed, it's definitely like a lesser experience, right? It's like, okay, somebody pops a cell phone in there and maybe they talk to you in between commercials, which is cool because it's access and, and there's a closer yeah, behind the scenes, but the show itself doesn't really come across that, that well, because like you said, you can't hear the guest really. Yeah. You can't hear the caller. You can't hear a lot of stuff or it's just one big camera and they've got some audio going into it, but like they're doing lower thirds and, and, you know, know. clean graphics and you feel as close to the guest as if they were a guest on a show like this. So it, it's really, I, I mean, I think from the live streaming side, it, it's about as well done as can you could do, or I've seen. They're really, and it's, it's, Hold it on. they've got a great team there that puts it together. Oh, and I, need the I remember when I first I started in radio, which is so long okay. ago. Um, we actually still had carts. If you mm. carts. I, I remember carts in the beginning. You and I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I remember my first couple times I actually got a commercial that was in a reel and I had a like, 
ask somebody to cut the reel because I didn't know what that was. I mean, we already had like digital editing stations and stuff like that, but some production companies were still sending stuff like a reel. And this one guy comes over and he like cuts it with a razor blade. And I'm like, if that's what I got to do, I'm getting the heck out of this. Uh, but but after that station and that little period of time, I never saw anything like that again. But yeah, I mean, stations were running carts for for yeah. long after they didn't have to. Yes, I mean, and think about it. Radio has been around for so long. Right. Trying to update radio is like steering the Titanic. I mean, it is so hard to get them to to get into. But now they finally really have. But when I was in San Diego first starting and doing college radio and, you know, I remember when introducing, thank you. I love my hashtag. <laughs> um, introducing the station to MySpace mm. because I had a love song show. It was a request show. And I was like, well, it'd be really cool if we could actually get like real time requests or try to do it through MySpace. And, and they're kind of like, we have no idea what she's talking about, but. We'll let her try it. Um, right. And they're pretty receptive. CBS is very cool. When I got up to Los Angeles, and it wasn't all that long ago, um, I had to explain to my then PD at the time, who's no longer there, why she asked me, I'm sorry, I don't understand how Facebook would actually help the show. I don't mm. think you need to be doing that. And I was like, <laughs> mind blown. You know, right, I mean. Right. This is what we were working with. And now I, I have to give kudos to radio and the music industry. And whole. Don't you think they've really caught up? I mean, they're like yeah. almost at the forefront of technology at this point with how to get entertainment into our hands. Really good job. So right. yeah. Through the podcast version, through live streaming, through all these different things that, you know, <laughs> how, how does this Internet thing work? And why can't we just put the put the commercial on a cart like we had done for 70 years? Right? <laughs> comfortable and, it's, and I get it. It's hard to kind of change things up when you're comfortable with it. It's working one way. You're you're protected. Right. Legally, you know, the law, you know, you know, the licensing agreements, and how you're going to pay everybody and how the whole system works. I mean, it's a big business entertainment but and we get that we're scaring you a little bit with what we're doing here right ross it's a little weird for you guys but um but it's the future so you know get get on it absolutely um you know when you when you transition from the podcast to the to the radio show are you did you continue doing the podcast like putting it on wherever you were putting the podcast or you let the radio station put it on on their site well, it's both. They put it okay. up on their site um, because they also take the show and edit it and mm -hmm. make it into a nice, beautiful, uh, consumable podcast. Right. Thoughtfully. So it's perfect. It lives. It's live on their site all the time on hometownstation.com. And then it's also up on their YouTube channel, which I think just everybody should throw everything up on YouTube, regardless of what it is. Uh, right. Why not? Um, so they do do that, although we don't push to YouTube, we push to the website, um, right. their website, because they do all of this legwork. And then I still push it to my podcast outlets. And I also am able to talk to other podcasting outlets about syndicating the show. Oh, wow. Talking about two other radio stations um, across the country wow. to syndicate the show as well. So it's it's really it could be something really cool the way that it's growing is pretty exciting and surprising for me surprising and not surprising because right. i'm 
really hard. But and I think I think there are a lot of moms out there that get technology and they want better entertainment. And so we kind of give them both. I mean, I think that's also like a fantastic roadmap for people to think about if they have a successful podcast or live streaming show that it could become a radio show. And if it becomes a radio show and people like it in one market between all these different podcast outlets and then, you know, the next step, like you say, is, you know, simulcasting to other radio stations or distribute like there's so many different channels for distribution. If you can do something good. You can definitely find an outlet for it um, beyond just the first place where you did it, right? (laughs) Right, right. And you're a sports guy. um, And my husband's told me this about his sports channels, which I only hear when I get into his car to, like, move it, if it's parked somewhere or something or drive, because his radio's on. Otherwise, I don't listen to sports radio. I love you guys, but I don't listen to it. But he was saying, you know, he was telling me, you know, hun, a lot of the big sports shows that I listen to are literally podcasts. I mean, they'll say mm-hmm. on the show, they'll actually call it a podcast, like today on the podcast, but it's airing on ESPN radio. Right, right. <laughs> so, so, and, and that's twofold. Like, kudos for us. Like, this is an awesome opportunity for podcasters or anyone with things that they want to say, because you get to say it to everybody, and it's 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 free relatively free and you can reach so many people on the flip side, these companies, these big distribution companies um, have realized that they can get entertainment for the cheap. Right. 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 Not so sure that I love that, but that's the truth, you know? So um, it's a trade off, you know, ESPN radio can get your show on the cheap, but then they're, they're funneling it out to 90 million people. This is the third shirt you've had on today. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, Mitch Jackson. Welcome, Tish. Thanks so much for joining us. Hi, guys. For all your great comments, Uh, Mitch says, yes, sports podcasts are huge. They also embrace Twitter. Um, Yeah, Twitter. And you see the whole conversation going like the entire time a game's going. Isn't that the coolest? I love it. And reporters, too. Like, it, it used to be just, you know, like, when I covered a game, you sit there and you kind of watch the game, and then you go stick the microphone in someone's face. The, now reporters are tweeting every single play some reporters are tweeting. Yeah, and a lot of my girlfriends who are on L.A. TV news, right. on Fox or, or KTLA or CBS, Periscope, during, before, and after their you know, their weather reports, they'll be like, okay, I'm about to go on air. Right. Check it, out. it looks so cool. You're seeing everything. You're seeing the makeup artist touch them up. You're seeing, it's just, it's incredible. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, it gives the audience that access where you, it's like, this is a real person. I want to relate to you. I respect you enough to show you how the process works. Right. It's like, not just only when the curtain goes up for that three minutes, are you allowed to be, in my presence, right? It's, yeah. it's yeah. like a level of access that, um, you know, a lot of people aren't comfortable with, right? Like not every, that's not for everybody, but yeah, no. those that are doing it well are able to, you know, it's like customer retention for a business, right? I mean, it's like you're keeping those fans. Eventually fans of everybody are going to expect that, right? Yeah. And I agree that it needs to be quality content. I think Tish said that. It does need to be quality content. I mean, you can't just roll it on anything. That's right. I think you'll find that 
the user on the other end is savvy enough and and expects more out of you. Um, you can't just throw anything up on on Periscope or on this show I and mean, they expect to get some information. Um, so yeah, I agree. It still needs to be quality content. Yeah, Sarah says I, I think it's creating a world that's much more transparent, which which is important. And you know, I I have I have my doubts on that in some ways, but I also it's it's a great thing to hope for, right? I mean, the ideal because. On one hand, it could be making a world more transparent. It, it also could be making a world where people are putting on a show more hours a day, right? Well, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and a show, you know, like when you say there's two meanings, right? There's the, the show, like here we're on the show, but there's also putting on a show for people, which means not necessarily being exactly themselves. Right. And yeah, she says, you know, it's it's idealistic and, you know, we can only be hopeful that people will use it to be, uh, you know, yeah, but make be more no transparent, mistake. more honest. Yeah, but make no mistake, as I am a mom blogger and, and other mm -hmm. blogger friends of mine have said that, um, you know, no longer are we just taking a picture with our iPhone and throwing it up on Instagram. I mean, these are like produced right. photo shoots. Like women are pulling their kids out of school and get a, for a photo shoot with a photographer that they're paying for and you're having a stylist pull those outfits. And so it is a real business in an industry. So there is a lot of production going into it, even if we think we're getting a glimpse, which I think we are getting a glimpse, and that's great, but right. it's still a show. Yeah, I mean, all of it, right? And even, like, yesterday I went to the NAB show in, in New York, and... Cool. You know, I'm not I'm not there to buy a you know an eight thousand dollar camera for this show or something, right? But I'm like, okay, I want to see what it's like, and you know, some a couple brands that I work with were there, but but also I was like, hey, if nothing else comes out of it, I get great stuff from my Instagram. Like I can play around with Instagram. I don't do a lot with Instagram stories. I'm like, this will be a great way to like you know. Instagram use story. Instagram stories and then a couple of the best pictures can go. I'll do a live stream with one one of the companies that um testing out their gear. It's like so the purpose of the the thing is to get acquainted with new technology and that's fine, but ultimately I'm also seeing it as as content, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And everything is content now. It's amazing, mm -hmm. right? Everything is content. I think there was actually a documentary I was watching not that long ago that was almost a similar title. I'll try to find it and send it to you or put it in the link on Facebook for this show. Um, but yeah, it's it's contents everywhere, but be discerning about what you think your audience wants to see from you. Right. Because, right? You have like a certain, a certain theme or a certain audience that you speak to. Um, mm -hmm. So you want to make sure you stay true to what they want to see. And then, um, and then look, I, I look for opportunities all the time, but as a mom, can I say this? There are, there are times during my day where I do shut it off. Like I don't, even if the cutest, funniest thing happens, you know what? It'll happen again. It'll right, happen a right. different way or somebody missed it. Oh, well, I got to see it. That's a precious moment with me and my kids done. Um, so there is a, there are parts of our day. Like when I go to pick up my kid, I know that. That's it. I'm not going to be like, oh, I forgot to like it's it's done for a little while. And and we do have to like we do have to have some space. So transparency, letting people in is good. But we do need to have some space, especially for our kids to understand like that's not real life.
Yeah, I mean, even when I'm with my friends and stuff, I, a lot of times I don't want to interrupt a good conversation to like, okay, right. we need to go live now, or I need to yes. stop, stop, we need to take a picture of this. It's like, and afterwards, right. sometimes you say, God, I wish I had a picture just for memory's sake or whatever. Well, yeah. But but in general, it's like you don't really like when something special is going on, you don't really want to sort of interrupt it, right? <laughs> it's tough. It's tough because like my husband and I will be out on date night and our food will come and we'll be like, ooh. This looks good. Wait, I don't want to take a bite. Hold on. Hey, you you're know. starving. <laughs> you're so hungry. You can't wait to eat. Wait, wait. Never... That's not a good angle. Well, well, yeah, they, a a knife got in the picture. <laughs> picture of me. You know, but it's fun. If it's fun and it's good and everybody's cool with it, that's fine. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it, it, I do find it a challenge to continue to put content out there for my audience. I do stress out about it a little bit. Oh, please follow my social media accounts. It's at Kristen Cruz on everything. Kristen Cruz on Instagram. Kristen Cruz on Twitter. Kristen Cruz everywhere. Um, or you can look up the mom show, but Kristen Cruz has been around for a while. Um, but yeah, I, I find it challenging to continue to put information out there because I think that if maybe right. your life outlet is, is live streaming, you still need to be accessible and look like you're alive when someone right, gets right. your name or or <laughs> finds you on Instagram or whatever. So so it is important. And if you can't handle it, get a scheduler, get a Planoly, get a Hootsuite, get a whatever works for you, get a, right. you know, and, and and send that out. I mean, everybody's making it easier to schedule it. So do that. Mm. If you're worried about weirdos, then, you know, you don't have to go with your kids. You know, I know a lot of people don't like to post their kids and don't post what's live unless it's right. in like a space like this. Um, right. where nobody can really tell your location no. or anything. They, right. no. she, she's got a wall behind her. Okay, right. that's no. that's every house in the country, no. right? Yeah. Don't tell anybody she's got a wall behind her. No. <laughs> yeah, it's not. So so don't worry about that. And then uh, if you want to post, take the picture now, snap it now, and post it in two days. So right, right. everybody knows that you're currently at Disneyland. <laughs> Mitch Jackson has a great question. As a pro, what is the biggest mistake you see new live streamers make or do? Is that for you? Because is it? It can't possibly be for me. Is that for me? That's yeah. for you. You're you're for a live me? streamer. Oh my gosh! Your radio um, show is a live stream show, right? I guess yeah, it is. I I okay. Gosh, I think everybody does such a good job. It's such a new medium that we're all playing around with that I don't really see anything as being a mistake. But right. Just, as a viewer, it's always just interesting. Um, but I think that we need to take a cue from the professionals, like Tish was saying earlier, quality um, entertainment is important. So right. you know, have some interview skills, do your background, read the book if you're interviewing an author, um, please right. see the movie if the person's coming on your show that made the movie, the documentary, the indie film, whatever it is. Um, have some knowledge about what you're doing. I, I have seen people get on and meander. I have seen four boxes fill up with people who are all just kind of chit-chatting. And sometimes that's fun to eavesdrop in on, but my time's valuable. I appreciate anyone's time that they give me. So I want to do them the service of making sure that every minute is packed with something informational or interesting that they can use. Um, and I'm giving them hopefully what they came for and then some. Right. So, that would be that would be my thing. Like you, know, I know it's it's kind of like the wild wild west doing live streaming. Mm -hmm. It's it's a new fun thing, but I think we can also take a page from 
the books of, of those. I have to move you guys. So sorry. Sure. Uh, have gone before us in the, in the, I have to plug in, um, in traditional mediums and actually learn that, you know, there is something t- to be said about doing the, putting the work into it. Right, right. Right, right. Not just turning on your computer and thinking like, hey guys, let's all chat. We, <laughs> I haven't you, know, been you and I, Ruby, I Ross and I know it's, it's a lot more than that. Right, right. And, and not right, just right. going and on because you haven't been on in a while, right? Right. No, that's, that's ridiculous. We don't need to, you don't need to waste our time with that. So um, I, I was thinking about like your podcasts and I was wondering if you had any tips for people as far as podcasting goes, like what do you think makes a good podcast or how podcast yeah. might be a different form of, of content from, from others? Like what, what stands out to you about a good podcast? Well, I, I really love to hear from guests that I wouldn't normally get to hear from. That's mm-hmm. what's so cool about podcasts is like, you can get celebrities, let's say, or experts to call in and do a phone or on a podcast that maybe they wouldn't normally do. Uh, they wouldn't normally be able to get to come into a studio or get to come in on air. They don't, you know, um, even with live streams, I actually have had some people go, well, I don't, what were we doing? I think if it were the B word that my show, oh, and I'm on yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that um, other uh, platform that, other that platform. doesn't exist anymore. Sad. Um, and that was mom, mom lab. It's now mom show. It was mom lab. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I think we're so it all the- started on blab. Uh, it kind of did. I mean, mom wow. lab, mom, mom lab. I think we we're one of the first mom groups to actually have a show up on there. Like right. ours. Um, but uh, it was so good. I'm so sad about that. Hello, sir. But um, some people don't want to put the makeup on. They don't, I, I would call people and they'd be like, wait, is this live video? I don't really, I, you know, I don't know if I want to get all gussied up or have to deal with hair and makeup or all of that. So that's what's so great about podcasts, that freedom that right. people are so much more willing to just, oh, I just need to call in and yeah, all right. Yeah, I got time for that. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah, I mean so, that's radio's advantage, yeah. right? You just got to get somebody to a phone where news needs to send yeah. out cameras and truck or uh, gear and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, do you do you so you like if you're a li- as a listener, you prefer a show with an interview versus a solo show? Or I do. I know that the 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 story shows are really big for podcasts. You know, serials really big. Mm-hmm. There are some really wonderful. Um, you know, in entertaining uh, storytelling podcasts out there. I read a lot of books. I read a lot. And so I don't normally look for that in a podcast, that kind of information. Um, I go to books for that. Uh, when I'm listening to podcasts, I love to hear the inside scoop, the hard to get to information, the stuff I can't find anywhere else type of info, the access that you don't have normally. I like that kind of thing. I try to do that on my podcast as much as I possibly can and um, give people something that maybe, maybe, hopefully, they can't get everywhere else. Um, So I I think that that's important too. Podcasting is, it's a tough business. Right, right. It's a tough business. I actually had a friend of mine, Kate Casey, who has the funniest podcast about reality television. Um, 
Shia, it's, I think it's called um, Reality Life with Kate Casey. She's hilarious. She actually made a YouTube video showing her audience how to find the podcast button on your phone. And it was the funniest thing. It was literally her going, okay, everybody, here's your phone. See the little purple icon at the bottom? Press that. I'll wait. Okay, now and like walking and building, it was so funny because she does it all so tongue in cheek and she's just right. a hilarious person. But she asked some of us influencers, mom influencers, to share it for her to get it out there because it's true. Like podcasting, the the hump for me with podcasting, like Facebook Live or doing live streams like this, is almost easier for my audience that right. I met through coast through coast finding a podcast or how to get it or how to listen to it or how to download it. I mean, it's, if you give people too many things that they have to do, they're just not going to do it. Right. You have to make right. it easier for people to access. And this is easier because is people, easier are, because already on people are already on Facebook. Don't you think so? Yeah. Like they're already on. So they just get your they're notification. They just get your notification from your page. Right. I mean, I, I think it's amazing. And, and I remember talking to a girlfriend of mine a while back, before the B word, before the platform, <laughs> before live streaming really, I didn't know it was bad. Um, before live streaming really took off, and I remember talking to her. She was an, a total audio person, a total radio head. And I said, you know, I would like to start doing some videos of this audio that I'm reading, but but just videotape myself doing it. And she's like, I don't have time to sit and watch something. I only have time to listen to it while I'm running around. So I'm a busy busy mom. And I'm like. Nobody said you had to watch it. You can just hit play. I mean, it, the video's like bonus. You can turn right. and look and watch Ross and me talking, or you can go do the dishes and then walk back into the room and you'll we'll be an earshot. You can, you know, you can hear us chatting and then you will come back and check out what my son has done to my face. Like, what has that poor woman had done to her since I've been in another room? So I, I think that a video is bonus. Thank you. Sarah is very, your, your viewers awesome. are very awesome. nice, Ross. Sarah asks, what's, Sarah your, asks, mindset what's your mindset toward haters and critics? Haters going to hate. Mm -hmm. I know, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I used to have a different mindset. When I started radio, my mindset on haters was like, who cares? Like, whatever. Get a life. I don't care. You can affect me. Then <laughs> things changed. Um, and I had some pretty, I mean, when you do this kind of work, and when I was doing radio, you really put yourself out there for criticism. Mm -hmm. So you got to be able to have a thick skin. You really got to be able to take it. Um, but what I learned watching my partner, actually, who had been on the air for 25 years, 25 years before I even joined his show. Wow. So wow. He, he was like pre-Rick D's, like he's back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, what I saw him do one day masterfully was a woman called our producer and complained about something at, and it was something that he had said and she didn't like it and she was mad and we just received that message by our producer. He actually got her phone number from caller ID, called her back and talked her off a ledge, explaining himself what he meant, what he had meant to say, that he didn't mean to offend her, that he wanted to hear where she was coming from. Um, really make that connection. And by the end of the call, she was the loyalist listener you could ever ask for. She understood him. She felt 
special, like he had taken a moment to really care about her. So, so my view on haters and critics changed a little bit after that. Like instead of running away from it or shying away from it, I started to step towards it and go, really? You didn't like that? Like why? What? Just, and I, I'm curious. Like, I want to know, like, I want to make my show better. I want to make my tweets better. I want to make my Instagram photos better so that they resonate with you guys. What was it? Like, did I miss the mark? You know, and I want to know. So I, I actually approach it a lot differently now. Wow. That's a great wow, story. That's a great story. <laughs> oh, thanks. And you'd be amazed how many people start off as enemies when you turn out to be like your besties. It's hilarious. Uh, they just want to <laughs> hug. hug. They just need a hug, people. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much thank for so much coming for on. This coming was on. a lot this of fun, and, lot of fun and, chatting and, and, and chatting with you and getting to know you. <laughs> you got to know me, Ross, a little more than I think you wanted to. <laughs> but um, I promise that I've learned my lesson. And the next time we do this, I'll book a sitter. Well, I'm going to hold you to it next time. <laughs> okay. You got, you got a lot more to talk about. So as long as I'm not getting uh tattoos, we can probably get to a little bit more. But I really appreciate you uh staying with me. Oh, today. Sure. Thank oh, you very sure. much for hanging in there. And thank you so yeah, much for so joining much for us again. Coming. It's Kristen Cruz, Kristen Cruz dot me. And we're gonna say goodnight to Kristen and I'll just wrap up. By saying that next Monday, uh, we have Tommy John, former Yankee and Dodger all-star pitcher with the World Series coming up uh, next week. It starts on Tuesday, Monday night. We'll do our World Series preview. Tommy John was a star with both the Yankees and the Dodgers. And if those turn out to be the two teams in the World Series, well, then he's a perfect guest and if they don't he's still a tremendous guest so i look forward to talking to him of course uh, you know all about tommy john surgery which so many athletes have now gone through it's actually named after him because he was the first person to uh actually have that surgery and he risked his career and he did the surgery and he ended up pitching till age 46 and pitching in three World Series and uh, making three of his four all-star teams after the surgery. So uh, it's a huge honor, and I'm very excited to uh, talk to him as we do our live stream stars World Series preview Monday night. Mitch, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Sarah. You guys are awesome in the chat. Thanks, Tish. Um, really appreciate you guys. You guys are, are just amazing. Appreciate all the great comments and questions as we wrap it up here on Livestream Stars. Have a great evening, everybody.